The Word in the World. You're listening to The Word in the World podcast, a resource to help make the world around you make sense. Let's zone in and share with each other our knowledge, encouragement, wisdom, and understanding. This is The Word in the World. Welcome back to the Word in the World podcast, where we bring you topics, talk, and truth. Everything from the news to the New Testament. Hello. Hello. Welcome back, everyone. (laughs) Welcome back to the podcast. Yes, the show. The show. The chatter. So, man, it's a lot going on. Like, we have attempted. Yeah. (laughs) We've attempted to talk about, like, several things on this episode. Uh But then we got into conversation. Yeah. And, like, every time we record, we end up having, like, these, you know, random conversations beforehand but like this one has been going for literally four hours four hours yeah. so we were like let's turn the mic on yeah. and get something because we we actually came in with the episode that mm-hmm. was structured written out yeah. ready to ready to go <laughs> right and then we started talking and it was like well maybe yeah. we should go this way yeah yeah like what about this instead and what about that <laughs> and then uh we got we got to this interesting place though mm-hmm. right where I just started asking, you know, this is what I do when I got the bishop's attention. I just started asking, <laughs> you know how hard it is when to get I your leader's him, attention. When I, get, when I get them office hours. <laughs> so I'm on Bishop Jay's office hours right now. And I just started asking him just like random questions, mm. right? And so the last question, you might have to help me phrase this up. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what, what did I ask you exactly? Marcus, basically, we're, we're talking about relationships. Right. Basically, that's the whole premise of this episode is like relationship with God. And he was saying how uh, how we as believers pretty much have like a hedge of protection around us Hmm. that keeps us from certain, I guess, uh, trials and tribulations that unbelievers uh, face at a higher level frequency and level than yeah. us like yeah you know hearing that certain people are going through a whole bunch of stuff and he was just like and it's like he was like you know man like i just don't feel like we go through it to the extent that unbelievers do yeah mm-hmm. and so that was just like a random you know question that i threw at him and i just wanted to see what he had to say and like if you know uh, well, you've been listening to Jason. If you listen to the podcast, like Jason's very like uh, analytical when it comes to, <laughs> you know, like anything you throw at him. Like he's not like somebody who's just gonna be like, "I hear you, dog." Oh, I'm with I'm with you on that. <laughs> or he's not just gonna be like, "Nah, I ain't feeling that." Mm-hmm. Like he's gonna take everything you throw at him and break it down, mm-hmm. which is how we end up having four hour conversations <laughs> before we record. <laughs> so. Thanks. When I like, I asked him that because I wanted to know if like my assessment is mm-hmm. correct, right? Like, am I able to confidently make that statement mm-hmm. that we go through less than the unbeliever, mm-hmm. right? And so I kind of like the the way the conversation flowed after that, oh, yeah, right? Because yeah. we started talking about like, well, how do you, you know, how can we possibly give our, you know. Uh, human evaluation of God's will Mm. for anybody's life, right? So, for instance, like, you could have people who are expressly wicked live what seems to be, like, a drama-free, carefree, happy life. Mm -hmm. Then you could also have, on the other hand, like, a devout believer, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody who's all about God going through some really, really hard situations. And we even brought up Paul, you know, I think mm-hmm. it was like you said in the book of Hebrews so. where he was talking about all the different like things that he had suffered and went through for the sake of Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, can you really make that statement that we as believers go through less than the unbeliever? And so the only scripture that I really held on to, you know, or presented, I guess, as an argument mm-hmm. was the one that says that all things are working together for the good of those who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we got into this space where I'm kind of defending that <laughs> standpoint. <laughs> right. Like, but at the same time, it's like, what does that mean for the unbeliever then? Mm-hmm. Right. If I am, again, the scripture says, all things are working together for the good of those who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. 
What about those who don't love the Lord? What about those who might not necessarily be called according to his purpose? Mm-hmm. What does that mean for them? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of like where we left off. And then we were like, yo, let's just cut the mics on before yeah. we dig into this or just talk about it some more, <laughs> man. You know, but um, it's it's like what I want you to kind of talk about a little bit is like how we got to be careful yeah. with like how we are evaluating what others are going through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we can't just like look at somebody's situation and be like, yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, you ain't you ain't got no faith. Yeah, you ain't got no faith, man. Oh, That's why issues. you're going Look through at the that. Issues you got. Yeah, like you ain't dang. got no nothing in your life. You need Jesus. You ain't got no you God. Know? Like if yeah. you if you take that you know position, yeah. like it's it's wrong to take that position because we we take the word good yeah. right and we put it through a human, mm. you know, yeah, a sinful creature's you know understanding of the word good, right. So for us in America, good means something totally wow. different than good, you know, somewhere in a, in a small country that's developing and they don't have much. But for right. us, good may be, you know, house, car, clothes, this, that, friends, family. Mm-hmm. So when I look and I say, it ain't going good for you because, yeah. you know, you may have gotten into an issue. You got fired and this and your family this and da 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 da, da. But like to God we see you know like the word says that he works everything according to his will mm-hmm. you know so like mm-hmm. for him good involves bad right you know what we perceive as bad you yeah. know so like uh you know for him to bring christ even into existence through mm-hmm. mary it involved both abel and cain mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like it involves you know one he hates he says and one he loves you know, it involves, yeah. he still hates wickedness, but it's ordained in his will for it to even exist. But we, we would never say like, you know, oh, let's go, you know, go try and get sick today. It's good. Yeah. It's like, nah, but we got to like, that's, what, <laughs> that's why it's like, we have to, you can't really compare when it comes to that stuff, but. We mm-hmm. do have all the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. So, like, we do have favor of God, and we yeah. are his adopted children. We should expect him, what does it say, like, you know, your father who gives you good gifts, your earthly father, like, how much more yeah. good gifts? So, like, we should right. expect, but then we also have to remember, ultimately, like, this is not, we're on this side of the cross, but this is not the end. Like, right. we are, Christ said, like, you should expect suffering. Suffering shall come, he said. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. it's, it's it gets weird when we start saying, like, this should happen to an unbeliever and this should happen to a believer. No, we right. all, you know, the sun the sets on us all, rises mm-hmm. on us all, the rain falls on us all. But now, when you start talking about relationship, though, yeah, and who is with you in these things. Yeah. If, uh, what's the names? Uh, Abinadab. Oh, M- Meshach. Oh, uh, you know, you know the brothers, Go ahead, man. Bishop. <laughs> Shadrach. Shadrach, Meshach. Meshach. And Abednego. And Abednego. <laughs> <laughs> Standing in the fire. <laughs> Christ is in that fire with them. Right. But Christ may not be in that fire with the unbeliever. Mm. And I, you know, I think, mm. you, you see? <laughs> Jesus. You see? So, like... <laughs> But we both, but they was in yeah, the fire. Though. Same situation. Same situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, we can't look at it with, that's like a, that's just a earthly way to look at it with huh. our eyes, with physical, but spiritually it's other stuff going on. Mm. You know? What you mean when you say that though? Like spiritually there are other things going on. Oh, I'm saying like when you invite, when well, when you invite, I was about to say something really silly. When you are, when you, when you invite God to your life, thank you. <laughs> I was about to say that. Oh, you say you God. You cannot invite God into your heart. Or God, your I think I'm gonna let you. Yeah, yeah. I think come I'm gonna on let in. you come on in. No, come on now. When you need some time, <laughs> when the Holy Spirit Give me your draws best shot, God. you to uh, God, <laughs> and you are adopted in right to the family <laughs> right. through Christ, you know, by faith, then He is with you in that fire. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. You have the Holy Spirit in you now. There's something spiritually now. You are a new creature 
you know, and new things are going to start to happen to you. And you're going to be renewed and works should follow. Different things should start happening to you. Yeah. Because you're a new creature spiritually now. Yeah. You know, you're not, you're not this, he sees you different now. Mm. He sees you like he is crediting you as righteous now. You're not like just, you know, some sinful, wicked creature. Mm. You're totally new now. That's what I mean by like it's a spiritual thing happening to. Wow. Okay. And now you can, God is spirit, right? Yeah. So now if we can speak to God and we can commune with God and that veil is broken now. Yeah. We worship him in spirit and in truth, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So it's something obviously that has changed in us because it ain't him. He's, He's the same. Right. There was another point you had brought up earlier too about how, and you kind of just hit on it, but like how one person having a relationship with God mm. goes through the same circumstances with the hope, you know, like they place that hope in God, mm-hmm. that hope shapes their entire perspective mm. as they go through whatever it is they're going through, right? They're holding on to that hope and like it is what uh, is is helping them to deal with whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, whereas the other person without God, without any foundation, you know, mm-hmm. or without those promises, you mm-hmm. know, to kind of get them through, it's kind of hopeless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So even if you put, you know, like you go back to your example of, you know, the person who's in the fire without Christ mm-hmm. and the person who's in the fire with Christ, it's like one is like, oh, I'm doomed. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm doomed. I'm about to just be burnt up in front of all these people. And this is it's going to be a, a painful, you know, experience. And I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm done, man. Mm-hmm. Whereas the person on the other side with Christ is like, no, there's still hope. Yeah. Right. Like, and they're still, you know, they're, they're still praying mm-hmm. to God. And I think they even said, yes. you know, yeah. There like, what, what did they say? What did they That person, too, is also like, and even if I do burn up, yeah. it's his goodwill. Yeah. You know, so it's a, he's righteous. It was right yeah. for me to burn. Yeah. So it's like the perspective, mm-hmm. man, like one person going through whatever it is. Mm-hmm holds their peace mm. right mm. at least more so yeah than the hopeless person mm-hmm. and i think that that is in and of itself like like because we're kind of going from like this initial like crazy question that marcus asked and now diving into like like why <laughs> mm. you would want to have you know like your belief in god be you know strong yeah. or like why you want your relationship to be strong why you want your knowledge of the word and the promises to be strong you mm-hmm. know because these are the things that we have to hold on to why mm-hmm. you want your like uh you want to <laughs> have that relationship with god because that's who you hold on to uh-huh. and it's like who we like you mm-hmm. said earlier we're all subject to all these different things but like Man, like holding on to God makes the, the makes it so much. I'm scared to say <laughs> easier. easier. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, but it's real. It's yeah. really real. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, I mean, but you're talking about scriptural principles and, mm-hmm. and truth. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he's, he came to set the prisoners free. Yeah, you know, taking the yokes off. Right, that type of stuff. Yeah, when you say like it's easier, like he said, yeah, like my yoke, take my yoke on you. Yeah. It's easier. My burden is light. Yeah. You know? Wow. Because that's what we were saying earlier. It's like same circumstances, but different weights. Yeah. You know? Like the burden. I, my burden. Yeah. I give you, that implies there's a burden. Right. But it's, wow. it's, it's light though. Yeah. You know? You're yeah. still on a yoke. You're still a servant. You mm. know, Paul, in his epistles, he's introducing himself a bond servant of Christ. Yeah. You know? So like you're still in slavery. Right. But... You're not in slavery to sin anymore. Uh, it's totally different. It should, like you said, like it's a shift in perspective. Wow. You know? But and, al- but also, mm-hmm. also load. Yeah. Right? According to, according to like what was just said, mm-hmm. right? Like, it, well, all right. Like I think about it like this. Um, <laughs> right? It's like we, like we hit on it earlier. Circumstances could be the same. Mm-hmm. On one side, I know I can be sure by faith, according to God's word, that all things are working together for my good. Mm. On the other side, outside of, you know, the the calling, right? Because mm. it said those who are called according to his purpose, outside of, you know, loving God, right? 
I'm still subject to all types of, then I say subject meaning that I am affected by all types of demonic forces, all types of, you know, uh, I'm still affected by hopelessness, mm. um, you know, whatever the wages of my sin might be, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's like the load on the side with God mm. is in fact, even though the circumstances are the same, lighter, mm-hmm. so much lighter. And I guess like even when you look at like, well, in what way is it lighter? It goes back to what you said earlier, it's spiritually lighter mm-hmm. than the other side. Mm. Like, yeah, I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. but, but I guess the whole point, cause you might be like listening, like, what are we talking about again? You know, but it's like, it's like, that's not our, like the whole point of this is so that we are not giving our own evaluations to what God is doing in people's lives. Cause like yeah. I was telling Jason, I said, man, I look at other people's situations and it's like, I feel like they are going through more. Yeah. That's essentially what I said. And then psychoanalytical Jason over <laughs> here, chew me up. <laughs> but he was right though. It's like you, well, you can't really give your human you know, perspective on that whole situation. Mm-hmm. You can't, you don't know what God is, is doing or what's really happening or where they are mm-hmm. in their relationship and all that. You know, it's kind of like, it reminds me of conversations in the past that we've had about like actors or like uh, people in entertainment and stuff mm-hmm. like that who, you know, uh, say various things about God or Snoop drops the Bible, you know, Bible of love or something like that. And then people <laughs> give their opinion on it, calling him right or wrong, depending on what their perspectives are. Yeah. But it's like, truthfully, we don't really know what's going on we don't know what god's doing we don't know mm-hmm. you know we can wait for some results or whatever but mm-hmm. like i just took that way <laughs> to the left to the left to the left but <laughs> there was something else that we were talking about earlier too right because we're kind of talking about relationship and how important that is mm-hmm. and the conversation that we had earlier was about allowing like your belief system to be shaped by teachers and you know like like, so for instance essentially we know that there are many many teachers across like various what do we call them like when we go to denominations right denominations or like um i don't know like a lot of people who say that you know god is real and jesus christ died for our sins but then the beliefs yeah after that are very very different very vast a lot of different theology out there yeah like you could go to baptist church Mm. and you're gonna hear one thing Mm. um about the holy spirit that you may not hear if you go to you know a uh presbyterian church right that you may not hear if you go to a evangelical assembly that you may you may you may (laughs) hear you know uh that pedal baptism or you know, infant baptism is mm. correct if you go to one place, but it's not in another place. Yeah. Like there's a whole lot of stuff. You know, yeah. you may hear you know that spiritual gifts don't exist anymore if you listen to certain people. You know, um, that tongues aren't a thing or prophecy isn't a thing. Or but if you you may go to a charismatic church and mm-hmm. that's all they talking about. You know, you may yeah. hear from one preacher who's super popular that prosperity is a thing. Right. You want, you may hear from another preacher that, you know, purpose is a thing and a mm-hmm. purpose driven life. Like, you mm. know, and you may hear other people say like, no purpose isn't really what, you know, believers should be after this. God has a purpose. And, wow. you know, like there's a whole yeah. lot of belief within Christian yeah. belief itself. And so the question becomes, what do you do yeah. with all that? Right. Like, how do you sort through, you know, this whole, <laughs> yeah, what do you even call it? Web mm, of gumbo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah essentially yeah. of teachings and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. how do you know where to settle, which direction to go in mm-hmm. for sure? You know, and we were talking about mm-hmm. how, like, it is so easy to get caught up in one or the other, because obviously, yeah. you know, we're we're all humans and we look through our eyes, you mm-hmm. know, and we don't necessarily always look at things from a spiritual perspective, you know? Mm. So we were talking about like how, uh, you know, presentation can go into these things where, you know, if you see a dude, you know, in a suit mm. looks polished and he's well read and he has PhD or in, after his name, doctor, yeah. you know, or he's prophet this or apostle this or, you know, cardinal, whatever you are in. Right. And it's like, they are 
speaking confidently and you know they are with authority mm -hmm. and you know they can use words that you never heard before and bring up historical facts and mm -hmm. it's like you you go man this dude must be right right you know so yeah he must have a relationship with god and you know it's like you can start to just follow the dude yeah and so if he presents a scriptural or what seems to be a scriptural argument mm -hmm. and then he has you know his own personal argument that he's put together based on all of his scholarly research and mm -hmm. historical references right like what are you to do with that yeah personally right like am i just to <clears throat> do i just accept it mm -hmm. at face value you know or like you know like what is like it's, it's almost like we're kind of getting at like what is the process by which i add to my foundation mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do I, what is this analysis that I should do mm -hmm. ahead of time? And will we kind of, you know, I'm, I'm speaking for Jason now. What we say, what we say, <laughs> I'm not going to speak for Jason, but like uh, what I believe, you know, at this point in time, mm -hmm. you know, is like we are to just take it to God. Yeah. Right. Like here's something. And I think this also gets into, you know, like this, reality of this super personal relationship with God yeah. where I am bringing things to God and saying God here's something that was taught to me or somebody attempted to teach to me and I am bringing it to you because I would like you to show me mm -hmm. confirm it or help me to deny it you know and mm -hmm. on, on some, like help me to get what is true out of it because it might be 55% true and 45% false mm -hmm. help me to get what is truth and hold on to that Mm. You know, and help me to get rid of everything that I shouldn't even be yeah. considering to be true whatsoever. But I think it's just, you know how it says, I mean, it goes back to the scripture we talk about all the time where it says, acknowledge me in all your ways yeah. and I'll make your path straight. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like God is not the author of confusion. Mm -hmm. So if we take it to him, and I think that's also a way of honoring him too. like, like God, I'm, I know that some, you know, some teachings mm -hmm. have man's addition to it. Yeah. But you know, I don't want what man added to. I only I only want what was meant to be delivered, you know, to me from you. Mm -hmm. So God help me to sort this out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I think it just goes right back to our point on relationship. relationship. Dude. It yeah. has to be relationship. Yeah. First. Yeah. And I think it's like it's a humble thing. Because like you can we were talking about how like you know, Marcus and I, like, we just, we, we read a lot of stuff, or we try to at least, and, you know, outside of the Bible, and, and, like, just other teachers and pastors and stuff, and we were just talking about how you, like, you'll really like somebody and be like, man, this, this is, like, some really good stuff that this dude is yeah. uh, putting out there, and then, like, you'll, you'll see these moments of, like, uh, just humanity, you know, and, and, like, oh, this person is flawed, mm. or, like, that, mm that what you just said there you were kind of bending to make it fit you know your <laughs> yeah. agenda or yeah. your theology and stuff like that and i was just saying like i think god allows those it's a grace thing too mm. and i'm thinking about it this way because mm. like what i was about to say is i i think a god allows those things to be exposed to us because it's a humbling thing where you mm. know like you're saying always go go to him for all truth yeah so we never go to a man like a cult wow. leader and say like you got all the answers dude yeah i'm following you to death like yeah he exposes people but i it's a mm. i had to stop myself and say it's by grace that he would even expose that to you us mm -hmm. me whatever because yeah. there are people who their eyes may not be open to it their ears right. may not be open to it right. so like for instance like Whew. i heard somebody recently say like i mean we know this it's like there you could take like maybe the roman catholic church there mm -hmm. are people who think my sins are not forgiven unless i go to this priest right i call him father i make confession like they think that mm -hmm. you know and they mm -hmm. don't believe or they just may not know and understand like i can just talk to god you know yeah through Christ right you know like this is the whole reason mm. that I can you know so it's like and there are people who think like I heard somebody uh I heard about somebody from my wife who basically uh because Lent just came around right yeah and you know I think they my wife 
which was silly of her, but she was talking about her her fasting at time outside of Lent. And the person was like, hey, you know, you can only fast during Lent. Like, what you doing just fasting when you want? Wow. And, you really? know, my wife okay. was like, what? Like, why yeah. do you think that? You know? Wow. Um, so, yeah, there's like, there's there's stuff that we all, based on like how you grew up, how mm-hmm. your parents may have grew up, and then like, if you ain't grow up in church where you may find yourself when you come to Christ or yeah. where, wherever you're at, you know, it's like you may, or you may not even be in church and you may have, rather you may not be in Christ. I mean, and mm. you may have like, uh, just formulations in your mind as to what we do and what we're about as mm-hmm. believers. And it may be totally false yeah. because of a man's error. Right. But like, right. it's okay. But the whole point is like, seek for yourself yeah you know like yeah. always go back so like our our tone i feel like on the show sometimes mm-hmm. can be like you know like what's up with this what's up with ties <laughs> what's up with that like why why are they doing this but yeah our our intention with that is to get people to be like let me find out for myself yeah, let me just check and if it that's what you come back with cool that's yeah. what you come back with but you know it's like check for yourself though yeah like diligently I, we talked um you brought up uh tithes right Mm -hmm. like earlier like we had an episode about tithing Mm -hmm. and like what the bible says about tithing and there were people who you know on different posts and stuff that we you know made about the episode or whatever like kind of going back and forth with us about the topic and it's kind of one of those things where it's like you know you can keep arguing with people and saying like well this is this is what's right you know Mm -hmm. everybody feels right when they're arguing right Mm -hmm. so but I guess the point I'm trying to make is people, anybody who continue to tithe after listening to that episode or hearing any argument on, you know, why we should not tithe, mm-hmm. like if they continue to tithe and they're doing it in faith, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like we got to look at it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, like they are tithing in faith mm-hmm. and that might be more important than whether or not we're right on this, you know, like, yeah, like we, we're pretty confident that our argument on tithes is biblically sound. Yeah. But if you said, I don't agree with that and I'm going to continue to do it in faith, you know, like that's, that's okay. Yeah. You know, like that, we're not, we believe that God honors that. Yes. That's what I I want to say, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of like hesitant to say that, but I I honestly believe that though. I think it's, Mm -hmm. it's like whatever you are doing that is not, you know, clearly defined as being in opposition to mm-hmm. God, right, or some abomination to God, or something that God specifically said do not do, mm-hmm. something like that, and you're you're doing it in faith, mm-hmm. like He honors that. Mm. You know, like we even talked about like the topic of like tongues. Like some people say you shouldn't speak in tongues. Some people say you should speak in tongues, mm. right? And it's like if you felt as though you're being led to speak in tongues, like, well, is it is it against anything to speak in tongues? Mm. No, it's not. But like you speaking in tongues, like to speak in tongues, it requires this amount of faith. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It requires you to, you know, like, I don't know. It's like you, the faith that you have to speak in tongues might be leading you closer to God, you know, because of the faith that is involved with it. You know, and I'm not even here to make a statement about like whether or not tongues are real or not real, whether or mm-hmm. not they, you know, I'm just talking about just the faith component of it by itself. And we'll, we'll talk about tongues someday, but like, I just want you to focus on like the faith component of it, mm-hmm. you know, like that, like, does it require more tongue? I mean, more faith to speak in tongues or less? Mm-hmm. Did that even come out clear? The more tongue? The more tongue. <laughs> you need more tongues. <laughs> <laughs> for the faith, uh, the faith for them. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, which requires more faith, though. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> I mean, on that subject, it re- you reminded me of um, Colossians two verse sixteen, and Paul says, "So let no one judge you in food or in drink or regarding a festival or a new moon or Sabbath, Sabbaths, which are a shadow of things to come, but the substances of Christ." Um, and basically, in that, he's he's talking about like. There will be, like, we, we I think, as Christians will have 
differences, right? Yeah. You know, and Paul speaks about that too. Like there, there have to be differences among among you to show which of you has has God's approval, right? Mm. So we're we're gonna disagree on stuff, right? But the whole point, yeah, is like do whatever you do, whether you eat or drink. You know how yeah. Paul says, like right. do all things you know, for Christ's glory, do it right. all in faith. Yeah. So like if, if you believe, you know, we shouldn't be eating pork. Okay. If you're doing that to honor God, you know, go ahead and do it. But like our, our, uh, our conversation on this subject kind of started because we were talking about basically the notion of people who get these type of, um, beliefs going mm -hmm. you know that may or may not be biblical mm -hmm. and they or let's say they are biblical right mm -hmm. like you know abstaining from a certain food you've seen yeah. that in scripture before right but they get a conviction about it and then they b begin to tell you that this is you mm -hmm. know uh god's will and yeah. we supposed to be doing this and it's like well no nah, we're supposed to be having a relationship and you know and having faith and you know it's it's, it's it ain't about what you gain from your personal relationship yeah. and how you honor God personally, mm. you don't extend that necessarily to other people, yeah. you know, yeah. but it could go, it could go that way. Even with the whole, uh, we always using ties, but like some people will say like, I know tithing works for me. You let's, know? Use, let's use, let's uh, use what? Let's use communion. Communion. The okay. communion example we were talking about earlier. Yeah, that was dope. <laughs> so, uh, and then you pick back up on your point. I'll tell the I story. Yeah. You no. I tell the I story. You finish the point. Cause <laughs> all right. But basically <laughs> there was this this book that a family member had given us. Mm. And in the book, there was a lady, the author, who was talking about how she had a vision from God and in the vision some large drops of blood were falling on her. Mm. And in the vision, Christ had shown her that his blood was what was significant right and all true all true mm -hmm. and so god kept speaking to her through her vision and telling her that she should start to take communion right which is something that jesus talked about at the last supper and so she when she woke up she felt inspired to take communion very often yeah and i think she said it was like a process you know where like she first taking it like you know a couple of times a week then it became like a you know she was taking communion every day mm -hmm. it became like a breakfast lunch and dinner type mm -hmm. of thing and she you know is there anything wrong with what she's doing right but then no she, no right right but then what she started doing was she started perpetuating this idea that there was a lot of power in communion and it was a necessity you know that we do communion extremely often in order to gain like the spiritual power mm -hmm. right and so here it is she took something that is not necessarily a bad thing that is actually even you know recommended or i would even say commanded by christ that mm -hmm. we do mm -hmm. and she turned it into you know like doctrine doctrine mm -hmm. yeah and like that you know, like yeah. that is is what Jason's talking about. This was Paul. What Paul is talking about <laughs> what the bishop is trying to teach no. us. What Paul is saying again in Colossians two sixteen. So let no one judge you in food or drink or regarding a festival or normal or Sabbaths. What he said. What, the thing is like. Because yeah. we do this, right? Yeah. We sometimes, I'll point out maybe like seven-day Adventists, right? Mm. We go like, man, they tripping. Like, we ain't, we ain't got to do no Sabbath. Like, yeah. they, what they doing that for? Yeah. But what Paul is saying is like, don't begrudge them because they think that's what, the, not even what they think. Right. What they do in faith to please God, they hold that Sabbath. Right. And don't. If you are a seven-day Adventist, don't judge us or feel some type of way about us because we don't. Yeah. That's the whole point. So it's like this lady, don't, you know, judge her because, you know, she does communion every day, right. every meal. If that's what she does in faith and that's what her relationship with God is or a part of it is about, then then cool. But, you know, at the same time, she shouldn't be like, what y'all? Y'all ain't taking communion every day? Oh, y'all tripping. So don't take <laughs> the revelation that God has given you personally 
because of something that is like the result of like where he's trying to lead you as an individual yeah and make that doctrine for everybody mm-hmm. you know and then don't look at somebody's personal doctrine mm-hmm. and be like ah, that's all wrong man. yeah as long as it's aligning with scripture yeah. and with the word you know yeah if it's something totally like ridiculous and blasphemous then that's another story right right and i guess like this kind of started from our conversation about the main proponents of reformed theology have this opinion that like other people are doing it wrong okay you know what i'm saying and so they're kind of looking at like their belief system or position or whatever to be like correct Mm -hmm. and everybody else is like wrong per Mm -hmm. se you know what i'm saying and they take a lot of strong positions such as like cessationalism Mm -hmm. cessationalism yeah (laughs) you know which is a very strong position to take Mm -hmm. you know what i mean a very uh it's a bold position to take to Mm -hmm. say because cessationalism means and correct me where i go wrong with this but it basically means like god isn't doing i don't know if the word is any or many Mm. but god isn't doing any miracles signs or wonders Mm. anymore yeah right and uh if you ask me personally i think that's a very extreme bold statement Mm -hmm. to take you know uh so i personally used to listen to a lot of like reformed theologians right uh i'm gonna gonna throw names out there Mm -hmm. because they're just you know if you looked it up these are the people you're going to see so like rc sproul Mm-hmm. Vadi Bakum, mm-hmm. like they're few. John MacArthur. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any others come to mind? But, um, I mean, there are a lot of these dudes. Uh, I mean, John Calvin, but he's like, yeah. Calvinism is a big thing that they that they stand on. Luther, but there are, there are a lot of pastors who are reform yeah. pastors and stuff like that. And so, like, I used to listen to a lot of them, but Ligon Duncan. I haven't even heard of him in a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of them. But it's like I, I really liked their research and like they they would, you know, uh throw in a whole lot of historical facts and references and stuff like that, which really supported the biblical arguments they were making. Mm-hmm. But then at the same token they would make these other statements like uh there are no more miracles, signs and wonders, and people are not really hearing from God and the mm-hmm. only thing that really matters is the word of God mm-hmm. like that. And it's like I started to feel like it was hindering my faith, mm-hmm. you know, because um, I'm I'm now looking at, you know, like uh, things that I believe God has told me to do or that, have, you know, he's, he's personally spoken to me or made clear to me or the revelations that he's given me. And I'm caused to question them now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh you know, according to what he just said, should I really, you know, was that God or was that mm-hmm. me? Should I really, uh, you know, hold firm to that or mm-hmm. do I need to, you know, I don't know, let that let that one go and mm-hmm. just say I was tripping. You know what I mean? They are making this firm statement and saying that everybody else is wrong. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of goes back to like, what we, now, now here's where it stems from though, right? It stems from, them being concerned about what's being taught like from like uh in pentecostal and apostolic you know like Mm -hmm. types of churches and stuff like that where i guess charismatic is really like the word that encapsulates it best but like there you might be able to explain this a little bit better like exactly the types of things that they are concerned about but it starts out with this initial concern about doctrine not being presented correctly yeah and then you know kind of saying that like charismatics and pentecostals and apostolics just kind of believe like uh uh a bunch of craziness yeah, you know yeah. and then trying to tone it back but then as they're toning it back they are cutting out all kinds of you know uh faith based things yeah relationship right? based stuff yeah and making it totally about just doctrine yeah like they are it's the, and the, the the issue i guess that we started talking about is that if you're so extreme in in what you uh are like your niche yeah so it's like if you're a scholar if you rely totally on your scholarship and your logic you know and your ability to understand history and all of this type of stuff right well if somebody comes to you and starts talking about 
you know, <clears throat> excuse me, talking about like the miraculous and healing. Yeah. You know, and what you and your scholarly, you know, uh, just research yeah. and looking into the word, if you found that it doesn't really match up with that, right. then it's going to really rub you the wrong way. And it could, you know, you're, you're like, what you think is important in a, in a, uh, I guess someone who would be at the pulpit or teaching, yeah, you know, if, 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 if it doesn't make sense to you, then you're totally like cutting it off. Right. And it's right. like, even f for people on the other side, it's like, if you hear something said, like, if you don't speak in tongues, that means you don't have the Holy Spirit. Then it's the same thing on going the other way. Like, yeah. you know, so it's like we were just talking about how you can't, again, get caught up in the man who is telling you this stuff. You have to just get a relationship with God going because men, we can get caught up in our own, mm -hmm. like, uh, passion right, for you know, how we got into a relationship with God yeah. and just like oppose it on others, you right. know? And like now all of a sudden you're wrapped up in my world where yeah. it's like, hold up, I'm on, I need to be wrapped up in the Bible. Yeah. You know? And, and you're wrapped up also like in the box, you know, that mm -hmm. I've, that I've given God, mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, I've created some box and I say, God doesn't operate outside of this box, mm -hmm. right? You don't speak in tongues, you're not going to heaven. And well, that's my box. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're not saved, right? Uh, on the other side is this other box of like, you know, well, he's not doing miracles anymore. He's not doing anything, any signs. Anymore. He's not doing that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I pl pluck out my scriptures just to support that argument. But who's to say he's not doing, you know, anything? Who's to say that? Who's mm -hmm. to say wh what God is doing? Mm -hmm. What man is going to tell you what God is doing and how God operates? When in fact, God might be, you know, using uh, tongues on one side to to increase somebody's faith. Mm -hmm. Right. And he might be using statistics and references and history on another side mm -hmm. to increase your faith personally, because that's the thing that will grab your attention. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's that personal again, where God is using, you know, whatever is specific to you. Like if you think about your salvation story. Right. And mm -hmm. I, I feel even confident in saying this, you know, like as individuals, like he used the thing that was personal and close to you to save you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is it? You know, what, what did he do to grab your attention? Whatever was necessary. The thing that was personal and close to you, that was heartfelt by you. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like you can't say what God is doing and not doing. Mm -hmm. You know, you can. It's, it's personal. It's a personal thing, man. Yeah. And And like that's. These are like these little traps that we fall in, mm -hmm. you know, because once I start saying, well, he's not doing signs, miracles and wonders anymore, then I stop praying for signs, miracles and wonders if I believe that. Right. I don't believe, you know, the person who comes up to me and tells me, you know, God told me, you know what I'm saying, that mm -hmm. you're about to be healed. I don't even have the faith for that healing any longer if I believe in a doctrine that you just told me that is not even biblically based. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So these things are like extremely dangerous you know, when you just kind of taking them at face value without that relationship to filter these things through. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's kind of like, oh, what you got, bro? You got, I know oh, no, you got I that was, word. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, I, I, I think there is, I think you do have to look at it. Mm. It's such a fine line because you yeah. do have to look at all of it through a biblical context and the word being the authority. Yeah. Right. So we're not saying like if somebody, we agreed on the fact that like, if somebody comes and they're telling you like this is new revelation that you know is not in scripture and you know Jesus is actually you know going to be back doing this and no there won't be a great tribulation what actually is going to happen you know and like no the yeah. angels aren't going to be gathering the wheat and the tares like what actually is going to be no mm. now that is totally different yeah and that is not uh what we're saying like uh yeah that's that's because the word says, like, if any man adds or takes away from what is written in this book, let him be a curse. Yeah. You know, so right. like that's 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 totally different. Yeah. We're saying like within the scope, everything pretty much but like changing the word, you know, <laughs> right. or adding to it or taking from it. Right. But like interpretation of scripture and stuff like that, that's where, you know, stuff can that's where we all may disagree. Yeah. And it's like if I believe one thing, yeah. You know, don't it's it gets it gets very sketchy when we start to like say like this is what it is. You know, yeah. we should all kind of be able to to an, a certain point 
Like if you believe, you mm. know, in infant baptism and I don't, mm. you know, we could still coexist in that right space. Like, okay. I just respect your beliefs. I mean, at the foundation of it all, yeah, I believe in God. Mm-hmm. I believe in Christ. So do you. Mm-hmm. Right. And hopefully we come to an agreement. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, and I guess the bigger thing, right, is like, I should not hold to my position. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Regardless of anything, because that's what you begin to see. Right. Like People form their belief systems or mm-hmm. denominations and then they hold to those things. Like, mm-hmm. even though other arguments, which are sound and legitimate are presented they'll mm-hmm. still hold to what they believe and it's like that well that's becomes pride at that point you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like if i say hey infant baptism is where it's at mm-hmm. and jay is like well i don't, I don't think so man mm-hmm. you know and then he presents to me reasons that are biblically sound i should be able to back off and be like okay bro I got to be humble enough to hear your argument mm-hmm. and allow, because like now I got to just see that, okay, maybe God is sending you to challenge that belief so that I don't hold so firmly to it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I got to be able to be humble enough to receive that though. And that's good because like <clears throat> sometimes we could want to like, I guess is the expression, throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like if, 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 if a baby uh, talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, a, <laughs> if a pastor or somebody, you know, says something that you may disagree with, it's not necessarily reason to write them off, right? You know, right. or if they believe something that, you know, just may be a little, uh, you know, controversial or something. It may not be reason to write them off, depending on what it is. Mm. If it's, you know, as long as it's in principle biblical. You yeah, know? we're not talking about a pastor who's like, you know, oh, I believe like uh, that, you know, abortion is isn't a sin or or you know wrong in God's eyes, stuff like that. You're right. Then it's clearly. like, well, hold up, you know, yeah. Shown. yeah, yeah. But if it's about like these things in Scripture that aren't particularly clear, like mm-hmm. something like baptism, is, p- baptism is easy. Infant baptism, oh yeah, in particular sure. because it's like, well, we don't we don't really see that anywhere. Yeah, you know, and it's no like clear indication as to whether it's okay or not Mm -hmm. so but yeah i like what you said because it's like don't don't write the person off kind of just look into it and go from there yeah and i think i mean you think about every denomination that's probably ever been created it started with you know two people that probably disagreed and Mm -hmm. was like i'm about to just go do my own thing you know and and reinforce what i believe and and Mm -hmm. perpetuate whatever that is you know what i'm saying Oh no, nah, he's saying that. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay. All right. Well, this is my last Sunday here, and I, mm. you know, I start my church across town. Right. But it's like, right. We could have, you know, those same people could have sat down, you know, and humbled themselves, mm-hmm. been willing to learn and try to come to some agreement. Is that always possible? No. Right. You know, but it still doesn't mean, like, for instance, like I think you and I have even talked about, like. You know, this concept of words being able to, you know, have like this powerful effect on reality or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm not even going to go into what the discussion was, but it's like we held two different positions Mm -hmm. or whatever. Right. And it's like we had a conversation. It's like. What you think? What you think? Yeah. You know, and then I was just I like. I think the scripture's saying this. I think yeah. it's saying that. All right. Well, yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> That's it. You know That's what I'm saying? It. And we move on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, it shouldn't be like, I shouldn't be walking around. Oh, yeah. You know, Jason believes, right. you know, in mm-hmm. this, that, and the other. And I think, you know, and trying to team up with people to be uh, against Jason. And now I'm, I'm saying Jason's way is wrong and, yeah. you know, vice versa, you know, because mm-hmm. you think about the division that gets created within the body of Christ because of that, mm-hmm. you know, it's like if, if the light is dividing the darkness, mm-hmm. then you know, the darkness is attempting any way possible to divide the light. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you can keep the body, you yeah. know, out of sync and not working properly because we're, you know, all on different pages or, you know, all that kind of stuff, man. Like, it it hurts us in mm-hmm. the long run. And we kind of got to be able to, like, really settle our differences, not, you know, not, not be constantly be evaluating each other yeah. without good reason. Like, bro, like, you can believe one thing, I can believe one thing. Are we both trying to live a righteous life for the purpose of God? Mm-hmm. And because Christ has saved us and, mm-hmm. you know, like, that's what matters for real. Mm. Like, like let's be focused on that part mm. and not, not the things that don't really matter for our salvation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or matter for the advancement of the kingdom. Like, mm-hmm. if it doesn't matter, you know. But it's, it's, it, it's that scripture you talking. Can you give that scripture real quick? Um, like, for now, we see 
I dimly. was about to say that, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. All right, my bad. Because, nah, this is like the humility thing. Like, mm-hmm. knowing that we all see dimly now. You know, Paul was talking about, like, looking into a mirror. You yeah. Know? And I think mirrors back then wasn't, like, now. Right. It's like, this wasn't a, a mirror from, you know, uh, <laughs> Crate and Barrel. <laughs> you know, like, this is kind of murky. And he's like, yeah. you know, it's like looking in a mirror now, we all see dimly. But, you know, we'll see clearly when we're, you know, in glory with Christ. Right. And, like, we'll have understanding and we won't have a need for disagreement there will won't be disagreement you know yeah. when we're with him but like for now we can all kind of like uh just be humble enough to say like i don't understand it all yeah you know like but i think the issue comes in when like you start to tell people you should do this yeah. you should do that or yeah. this is when you make things doctrine yeah. you know it and for me i i take things f- a little far sometimes so mm-hmm. like even stuff like when people say like you know um you know um when they make i guess a formula to mm-hmm. relationship with god and yeah. they say like you know reading your word daily and doing this and doing that yeah. you know did you read your word did you take your time to you know that type of thing yeah i go like that's good but i i sometimes i just desire more of a fuller answer you know mm-hmm. and i love how our man tim was always like you know people think praying they always think like oh if i ain't pray today it means like getting down on my hands and knees and mm-hmm. you know posturing and all this mm-hmm. when it's like no it's just in your heart daily just talking to god and while you're walking around like just constant communication and yeah. it's like yeah you know that is what i would prefer to hear if you're gonna say you know this is what you should be doing type right. of thing. like so i just feel like it should when you say that type of do this type mm-hmm. doctrine, any type of doctrine, it should always be like, hey, build your relationship with mm-hmm. God first, you yeah. know? And then maybe I do this, you know, or I yeah. fast every Monday, or I do that, but like, you know, seek God and, and seek what his will for your life is. This is what I do type yeah. of thing, you know? Yeah. Wow. That's it, man. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's a great, great way to... Like I mean, unless you have more, no, but I feel I'm like th- I feel like that is solid, though. Yeah. You know, like look at yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, do what you do. Don't try to enforce that on anybody else. You know, mm-hmm. don't judge what they do. Yeah. You know, and like understand that the relationship with God is truly personal. Yeah. It's personal, personal, and personal. Again, we are talking about Christ Jesus. Christ, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. not saying anything but that. Mm. We're talking about do what you do mm-hmm. with Christ Jesus and don't judge nobody else for doing what they do mm-hmm. with Christ Jesus and for Christ Jesus. Yeah. As long as it's good, mm-hmm. perfect, true, just, righteous, you know, mm-hmm. all those type of things. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. <laughs> good stuff, man. Thank you guys for checking out this episode of the Word in the World podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and repost with the hashtag the word x the world podcast also we'd love to hear from you so please send your questions comments praise reports and testimonies basically any and everything we just want to talk to you guys send everything to contact us at the word x the world.com have a great week and be sure to check out next week's episode peace